0: This week in league, Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson look to find their ticket out of Canberra down the bottom of a
1: bottle. The Aldi version of a first grade football team acquires the most obvious sponsor ever, the Aldi version of an energy drink.
0: Paul Callan is confident of success in his debut as captain of New Zealand in Wednesday night's State of the Origin. And we'll review all
1: of the action from round 11 of the 2012 NRL season. All that and more, this week in league.
0: Welcome to episode 88 of This Week in League. I'm Nate.
1: And I'm Glenn. So, what do so. you say
0: so for yourself? I've got, nothing, I've got nothing in way of uh, of housekeeping slash intro slash any sort of stuff this week, I don't think.
1: Nothing whatsoever.
0: I don't, I don't think so. Um, no, nothing, nothing at all happened in the last week. Yeah, there's, Other than the football stuff we'll talk about later.
1: Well, yeah, there's that. There's that that they'll uh, take up the... Uh, Bulk of the show, I'm hoping. Football and not your normal dribble. I oh, know it's there. Jackson's invented a fake footballer that plays starring roles in Jackson's house football games. Does he play for the Broncos? He does. And he's actually got a name. Johnny Adams. Johnny Adams. <laughs> plays for the Broncos? Yeah, apparently. I think he's turned out for Manly a couple of times and done some good things. <laughs> <laughs> but is he like against Jackson
0: or he's like on his team with him?
1: Well, no, Johnny Adams chips over the top. Yeah, and um, he smashed Benji Marshall a couple of times.
0: That's like a good player. <laughs> Scored then.
1: a bunch of tries, Johnny Adams. Oh, I just, so is all... he
0: is he Johnny Adams when he's playing? He's like he's that's his character when he's doing the. He... Well, that's
1: one of them. I mean, he's you know he's Broncos plays a lot too. Yeah, but Johnny Adams. I don't know where. He's like a Adams kid from kindy or something or sorry, no. So he's just, invented this name. Just Adams, fucking right? invented this person out of the blue, <laughs> who is possibly the greatest rugby league player ever.
0: Could be like an imaginary friend.
1: He's imaginary friend. I've never heard him mention this person other than house football. Could be like Ben Cray. Could be like an imaginary player. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> anyway, Johnny yeah. Adams, we salute you.
0: News. First story. Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson have been stood down. Canberra Raiders have axed them from Friday night's crucial match against the South Sydney Rabbitohs for alleged alcohol breaches. Raiders coach David Ferner will name his team, which obviously we've got in front of us. Unavailable for comment, but... Dugan and Ferguson will both be stood down for disciplinary reasons relating to alcohol. It's alleged Ferguson showed up to a training session late last week, still under the influence of alcohol, while Dugan had allegedly been drinking while trying to recover from an abdominal strain. Both were in breach of the club's alcohol
1: (laughs) policy. I find that funny that, you know, doing something that might induce vomiting might help you get over an abdominal strain. (laughs)
0: Ferner has already demonstrated this season that abuse of alcohol will not be tolerated, placing the entire NRL squad on an alcohol ban for three weeks following their loss to the Brisbane Broncos in round seven. That ban was only lifted following Canberra's last round victory over the Parramatta Eels.
1: Rules is rules. I don't necessarily agree that these people that are professional footballers need to be treated like children, but... When you see instances like this where they can't follow a simple directive from a coach that's already under fire and they're part of a team that is fairly um, underwhelming so far this season, yep. that they couldn't follow a simple directive for the better of the team um, and show their respect for the coach's authority. Um, they've showed complete disdain for that. Um, I don't necessarily, like I say, agree with a booze ban as such, but if it's part part of the club's policy, then the players are, uh, you know, it's... Exactly, it's their, job. We, we, it's their job to respect it,
0: and you are getting paid like two hundred thousand dollars, let's say, to fucking well, run around a couple of times a day. It's not even that; it's a, play it, PlayStation for the rest of the week. Yeah, I mean, these on sixty distance.
1: grand a year that follow the directive. Why do these guys yeah. single themselves out? Yep, and think and Josh Dugan, he's he's played representative football. He's, he's identified as one of the you know potential superstars in the game. Yep, fucking this only really serves. Uh, to confirm my opinion of Blake Ferguson, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean he's, he's
1: a bit full of himself.
0: You know, he's obviously you know we've been over several times. You know, his his departure from the Sharks, saying yeah. he wanted to leave the Winnie Club. How's that worked out for you, motherfucker? But um, he's that guy. He's got that lair sort of thing in his game as well. Like he'll he'll mock a player who makes a mistake on the opposite side. He'll fucking you know show off as he's you know crossing the try line or whatever. Yeah. Like celebrate ten meters out. Um... Just that you can really
1: I just I don't understand you know, as far as the team culture goes, they all need to be pulling together and if the, and it starts at the top from the coach and if the coach doesn't have the respect from the players t- to follow through on you know a directive set down by ferner yeah. um, then you know there's big problems there absolutely
0: Feel, and feels to,
1: for camera. certainly. I wouldn't say Ferguson is an influential player amongst the playing group, but certainly Dugan is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he definitely. I mean, as possibly the best player, you know, Cats here probably have him as far as his ability goes at this stage of their careers, but he's probably the best player in the team. But with Tongue not being there, yeah,
0: I mean they don't have a lot of senior guys. No. And so he, I mean, he's young, but you'd think that, you know, people would, you know, some, there's guys younger than him that would look up to him. Given that he's played origin, et cetera. Exactly. And his status in the game at the moment, so. Well, his status in the game at the moment is super tampon. I mean, like. Well, he's he is, Great, but, great player, but, you know, you know. Try and get yourself in for more than one week each month. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody idiot.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> Next story, Michael Jennings. Snubbed again. New South Wales Origin centre Michael Jennings has been again left out of the Penrith side, named for Sunday's match against Manly at Centibet Stadium. Jennings, who was dumped to the New South Wales Cup for the last game before the State of Origin teams were announced, will line up at left centre for the Blues in tomorrow night's se- series opener in Melbourne. Whether he gains a late reprieve remains to be seen as he's not been named to play for the Windsor Wolves either. However, Panthers coach Ivan Cleary has stuck with Jeff Daniella and Brad Ty as he's centre pairing against the Seagulls, with Jennings not included in the NRL squad.
1: Well, the last two games that he hasn't played at Penrith have put some vastly improved performances together. Good win and uh, you know and uh, a good and effort in defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um where's he get pulled from if he's been dropped from the Windsor Wolves as well? Where's, say, like, where's he get pulled ball, from so for like, Origin Two?
0: Well you've got S G ball, I mean like Harold Matz have finished, haven't they? So he's a bit old for that though. Stick him to Toyota Cup or something. A great. <laughs> he might
1: <laughs> yeah. be playing A great. Yeah, well, who's out there for... Because they call they call calling New South Wales Cup park footy. What does that call like? Just so like cricket pitch,
0: footy, like concrete. <laughs> maybe playing like just footy in a car park somewhere. St Mary's fucking, I don't know what they are. Or maybe be like downgraded to like Oztag or something. Maybe, <laughs> which is suited him with his tackling style. The
1: St Mary's carjackers. He <laughs> pulls straight out of there to play Origin too. Look, he's obviously they're obviously trying to prove a point here, but um, you yeah. know, there, there's obviously. Uh, Something going on behind the scenes as far as Michael Jennings's future at the club, by the sound of it, you know, it's one yeah. thing to teach a kid a lesson, but Jesus. Yeah, I mean... Quite I possibly the best player in their club, too. Let's, doesn't let's not seem cut your be, nose off to spite your face. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I think, you know, maybe the decision's been made that his attitude or whatever is not there, and he's looking for a way out. They're looking for a way of alleviating some cash flow, because obviously there's a lot of money invested in him.
1: I had a... um a customer slash supplier of mine that I have a very close relationship with. Um, he rang me the other night to uh wish me well in my new employment venture that I'll be starting in the next couple or next week or two. And uh we got chatting about football as we do. And he was saying I was saying, What's going on with the Panthers, mate? You know, Mickey Gordon's signed with the Sharks. Yep. Um, and he said, Well, yeah, there's um you know, he's made a fair bit of noise about wanting to play fullback, and uh, Lockie Coote is is very much more in favour there as far as fullback. He was, you know, he wasn't happy to play wing, so yep. you know they were, weren't exactly totally sorry to see him go. This guy's a sponsor of the club as well, okay. <laughs> um, and he said, don't be surprised if Jennings doesn't f- isn't too far behind him. Well, so, you know, there's just... a lot of people on the board there and and hi- in the hierarchy that aren't big fans of Michael Jennings yep. off the field. Sharkies could use some centres. Couldn't they? What? <laughs> and I mean, you know, we
0: may as well talk about Michael Gordon while we're on the subject of the Panthers and other you know, leaking players. I'd rather talk about Nathan Gardner. <clears throat> Gordon's the... He's the, Gordon, he's the Gordon you'd want to get it to, though.
1: <laughs> get it to Gordon. <laughs> he's,
0: he's sensational.
1: Don't get it to Gardner. I mean, He'll be know, on the wing when his best. legs When his
0: legs are intact, I mean, yeah. you know.
1: Can't play the coach, game.
0: superhero. I mean, came to his own last year before injury.
1: I... It'd be interesting to see what sort of makeup the Sharky's side has next year you know with Gordon taking his place in the side you would imagine he's not going there to play wing
0: Yeah but with their you know with their let's just say um less spectacular back line that they have with the exception you know Gardner's obviously done his work I think Gardner could slot into a wing quite nicely whether he wants to is another yeah, question Yeah that's of the thing you know you, know
1: you have another disgruntled player and yeah very interesting uh situation developing there at the Sharkies. But as for Jennings, great player. I think he's learned his lesson. I just hope Penrith don't, you know, string this out in the media too much longer because, you know, you're gonna get to a point where he's not gonna want to be at the club anymore. And yes. he's you know he has come through the, the ranks and at his best he's one of the premier centers in the game and uh you know, Penrith aren't exactly flush with attacking brilliance. Yeah. They'd be careful not to uh, cut their nose off to spite their face, as I said.
0: Yeah. I think I have a feeling that, you know, that's probably more just to wait and see what he's, uh, how he pulls up out of Origin. Yep. But then again, Luke Lewis is probably inside too, so that, that, doesn't, that, yeah, that exactly. doesn't fly. Okay. Um. The next is an amazing story of a video referee being axed for doing something that benefited Manly. The video referee responsible for the howler that cost Sydney Roosters a shot at a rare upset win. Well, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Anyway, Pat Reynolds' crucial call during the second half of the Seagulls' 18-10 win left Roosters captain Braitha Astor flabbergasted and the visitors' momentum skidding to a halt. With Manly leading 16 10, Roosters halfback Daniel Mortimer crossed under the post for what was seen to be a match levelling try, but the four point was denied on review by Reynolds, who ruled that forward Brad Takarangi had used his elbow dangerously against Manly's Daniel Harrison while offloading to Mortimer. It had been referred to him by central referees Ashley Klein and Jared Maxwell. Reynolds is more than likely to be left out when NRL referee appointments are made for round 12. Bill Harrigan wrote on NRL.com that the video referee got this call wrong. It should have been ruled a try to the Roosters. The video referee believed that there was a raised elbow from the ball carry in the lead-up to Daniel Mortimer crossing the line, but he got the decision wrong. Takarangi was placed on report for the incident, but was not charged by the Match Review Committee. Mortimer, however, refused to blame the referee blunder for the Roosters' defeat. It was an unfortunate thing to happen, but in saying that, we should have lifted and bounced back. We, should have fin- we could have finished a bit stronger. Karma. This is a bit of karma, and also... Manly had a fair try denied too. And you know what it's karma for? <coughs> what?
1: In the 100-minute game, when Gareth Ellis <laughs> crossed for a fair try and Benji Marshall threw a punch at Mitchell Pearce and they pulled it back and disallowed the try. That is good karma. that's, that's true. that, roosters.
0: Yeah, and also it's karma because there was a... I can't remember who the, the East player was, but not far out from their own line. Someone was rucking out and he sort of got held up and then he tried to offload the ball, hit the ground, Manly guy scooped it up and scored. And they said... Oh no, he, part, he he offloaded it after it was called held. So we'll take it back, to play the ball. <laughs> that fucking kindergarten rule shit. I mean.
1: Yeah. I don't mind that rule. I don't mind that rule <laughs> simultaneous if it's actually simultaneous. If, I don't think it was simultaneous.
0: And they just so. didn't want a war to try. Yeah, they just didn't want a war
1: to try. It was probably a square it's up a for ugly. that, actually.
0: It was probably a square up for that. So at the end of the day, Roosters, you know, have a fucking cry. I don't care.
1: Anyway, and mainly fans can also shut the fuck up about being hard done by, by referees. See, well, we got one back. It's always swings and roundabouts, my friend. Exactly. I don't know if you've ever been to a circus. I suspect you probably had as Going, a clown. No. Um, you've Going, never been to a circus?
0: Oh, I don't think so. Oh, maybe I maybe went to the Moscow one when I was a little kid.
1: Going to no, circus LA to in to that. July. That's not a real circus, Nathan. That's <laughs> a bunch of people dancing in tights. <laughs> Se- sexy bitches dancing tights. Unless there's a bearded lady... And, uh, yeah. you know, world's yeah. strongest man. But what swings and roundabouts got to do with circus? I forgot my point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just assume no, you can have one and hey, move on. <laughs> manly fans bitching about always being hard done by referees, here is a, a classic example of how they've benefited from referee fuckery. Now you can yep. all shut up for the rest of the year.
0: We got one back. I will acknowledge that we, uh, we got one back, and uh, so it's probably about... Fifty to go, but it's a start. So you know, for the rest, if we get, the, if we can collect the other forty nine this season. I'll be delighted. <laughs> um, where are we? Cronulla net a new sponsor, the Sharks. There's an interesting story in uh, I can't remember which paper it was, but. um the story of how this sponsorship deal with uh, Shark Energy came about. Cronulla Chairman Damian Irvine was driving to Bathurst to attend the Anzac Day dawn service with his father, who's a Vietnam vet, when he had the chance meeting that yesterday landed the financially strapped club a $3 three-year injection. I had a board meeting on the 24th of April. It was a Tuesday night. Anyway, we left about 11 p.m. to surprise Dad for the dawn service, and I called into a servo, and it was one of the test distributions for the brand Shark Energy. I saw it and thought, Gee whiz, that's a great brand for us. I must look that up the next day. After the dawn service, he returned to work work on a sponsorship deal that has the NRL battlers back punching with the heavyweights. We're not like other clubs where if we don't hit our revenue targets, we get a grant from the league's club. We need to earn it to spend. You can't underestimate how important this is for us. When you cast your mind back to 2009, and now, I mean, we're back commercially to where we were prior to 2009, this puts us back where we deserve to be.
1: Sounds like a made-up company.
0: I'm pretty sure it is a major company. Oh, I had never heard of it before the announcement on uh well yesterday, um, as we're recording this. And I uh, oh, shoot it they're... was a fucking power company like electricity.
1: If he's a- if he's walked into a servo in April mm-hmm. and they're one of the test yeah. franchises selling the stuff, a servo, yeah, not Woolies yeah, or Aldi, yeah, or Cole's, a servo. Yeah. Where have they sprung three million bucks from? <laughs> Who owns this stuff? Is it Coca-Cola or Pepsi or someone? I'd say it's It full must of, be a global giant. It's full
0: yeah. of meth and bikeies own it. <laughs> and it's just an alternate distribution channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably made in Cronulla then, that <laughs> being the case. Yeah. Oh, it's good to see the Sharkies having some good luck um, off the field with, with some of the uh, sponsorship deals coming their way. Oh, you know, we mentioned Fisherman's Friend the other week when they came on board, which is good to see. Um starting to put together on the field and, and it's good to see them getting their act together off the field as well and, and making a bit of a stronger club of it. They've had some rough times and, and on and off the field lately and, and, you know, there's been a lot of talk that this new development um, is going to make or break the club depending on whether it goes ahead or not and these sponsorship deals are, are going to shore up their future. So it's good to see and Sharky's fans must be stoked.
0: Finally, Origin is coming. The titanic clash between Queensland and New Zealand. So... State of the origin. Melbourne is gripped with origin fever, hey? Bring one game a year to the self-appointed sporting capital of the world, should we? At a joint press conference at Etihad Stadium in front of New South Wales and Queensland coaches and captains, the Victorian Minister for Sport and Recreation, Hugh Delahunty, showed just how much the Mexican state loves origin footy. He welcomed the Blues skipper Paul Gallen as Paul Callan for the big clash between Queensland versus New Zealand for the state of the origin... Mr Delahunt, he also said reports that Melbourne wanted a game an- annually had been embellished. Let's hope so, because if the Victorian Sports and Recreation Minister doesn't know the name of the New South Wales captain, which team plays which, and the proper name of the concept, they don't deserve to have it. The end. What a cock. Yeah. I mean, how fucking hard is it? I mean clearly he doesn't he doesn't watch the sport or anything like that. But you think Do some fucking research. Oh, you'd think you'd have a side. What's this guy dragging
1: you. a couple of hundred grand a year out of the taxpayers' coffers?
0: You'd think the, one of the st- staff people would have had a you know a, a, one single printed sheet with a few facts, <laughs> with those facts being it's Queensland and New South Wales, who all Wales the captains. Bo- who
1: both squads are By complete Paul squads, Callen. not just the captains. And uh, unbelievable, I mean, what does this motherfucker live under a rock?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, he does. He lives in Victoria.
1: Look, it's like. <laughs> You don't have to be a rugby league supporter to know about state of origin.
0: No, exactly.
1: <laughs> like
0: It's called the same thing when they were doing it in
1: AFL too, so it's not like, you know what I mean? It rolls off the tongue. Unbelievable. Some of these politicians are so fucking out of touch with the world. Mm-hmm. Just I can't get over it. What a moron. And he made himself look like a moron on the public stage, which is justice for yeah. sullying the great Paul Callan's name.
0: Exactly. He's a machine, a super coach legend, Paul Cullen. Yeah, I couldn't find him. No He's, one to get
1: him. What? He's eighty-seven thousand five hundred. Get him for a steal. I guess <laughs> he'll get you hundred points easy. Easily.
0: Captain that shit up. Recaps kicking off with Friday night football. The West Tigers, 24, defeated the New Zealand Warriors, 22, yes, they at did. Leichhardt Oval in front of a crowd of about 16,500. The points scorers were tries to Matty Utah, Bo Ryan, Tim Molson, and one third of a hat trick. The great to man. Lottie Tikiri himself. Benji, 4 of 4 in a rare performance a of a rare of performance. Defeating the New Zealand Warriors, 22 points came from tries through a double to Conrad Hurrell. Bill Tupo, Ben Henry with the other tries, Maloney, three or four. Crucial miss. Well, I don't know about crucial. He scored Bro. a try after the fucking siren. He could have kicked it and tied the fucking game up.
1: No, it was 24
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he got three or four. So, if he had got his other one. The game would have been fucking four tries each and four conversions each. Therefore. Another golden point win for the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, because they do so well
1: at that. <laughs> They'd probably only have a 50-50 go-, go in there, wouldn't they? They've won their last... one, two, one. <laughs> Fuck. One they, of their last two. They've lost some heartbreaking <laughs> Two of their three. last three. <laughs> oh, God.
0: This uh, game give you cancer? Would have given me cancer. The first half was cancer. It was Vuvuzela of
1: the year almost in the first half. The first three minutes... Um, I thought, fuck, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> they just stri- stripped the numbers. Lottie was found wanting. They strolled over in the corner. I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> Here it is, committing suicide again. It's lucky I'm so shit at committing suicide. Yeah, true. If I was better at it, I probably wouldn't be doing the show.
0: You wouldn't have seen 2005
1: Grand Final win. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, 2005... It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Because my expectations prior to 2005 were quite low for the Tigers, just that yeah. so they'd be competitive, they had a bit of a ragtag bunch of heroes, occasionally they'd knock off one of the top sides. Most of all, they'd probably get beaten uh, whilst being valiant champions. Um, 2005, we won the comp, then all of a sudden, I started thinking we're going to win every comp every year for the rest of eternity. <laughs> what a fucking dumb thing that was to think. <laughs> and that has since been proven to, a little, to be a little bit off the mark. I thought the Warriors in this game, their forwards really found their groove early and they looked like they were going to be too strong for the Tigers' pack. Um, And the commentators went on and fucking on and on and on about how big and strong the Warriors' pack and how little and tiny and weak the Tigers' pack was. Shane, they stopped playing at halftime
0: though. Sorry? Shane, the Warriors actually stopped playing at halftime. They They did a little bit.
1: Um, The Tigers, I, I think they... Weather the storm, the first half storm from the Warriors had showed good character to, to finish over the top of them. They still weren't at their best. Their attack is still spluttering and far from where it should be. But I think that's got a lot to do with some of the selections. We'll talk more about those later in the um, in the previews. But playing Chris Lawrence at 5'8", eight, and he lasted half the game, yep. which compounded our ways. But I think Benji really stepped up. Tommy Humble had his best game for the club. Yep. Um, And Aaron Woods, that's his third, at least his third man in the match performance of the year. Yep. He's absolutely killing it at the moment. Yep. He's in my super coach
0: side. Brought him in about two weeks ago. Mate, he gets about 90 a week. He's fucking gold, man.
1: I mean, you could captain him if you were, you know, for whatever reason, if you know, you didn't have Parker and Galen in. Um, Conrad Hurrell, he's sort of stormed onto the scene with a bit of hype around him. Hurrell Kane. Oh, that's probably possibly the worst nickname ever. But he um, goes with the song, though. When he when yeah. he trampled over Watson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have many strings to his bow. But the ones he does have, are brutally effective at the moment. It was interesting to hear the the guys on uh, the Fox uh, Monday Night Footy panel last night were talking about him, and they said, you know, he's going to have to develop a few more you know attributes to his game if he's yeah, gonna... like passing from fucking left to right yeah if he had
0: have done that the Warriors probably would have scored around 40 points <laughs> <And> the, amount, <laughs> the amount of times when he had three guys converging on him and he could have just simply passed out to his winger to score the try He's especially in press. the last 20 minutes of the game he he's just right he over everyone I mean, he's, yeah, and admittedly yeah he did it twice but yeah <laughs> I mean if he just had a fucking pass they would have scored a lot of points they probably would have won the game because I mean he attracted a lot of defence and they knew he wasn't going to fucking pass it
1: and can I just say, it was good to see, A, the Tigers win in a flurry of absolute Twitter fuckery.
0: <laughs> so you say you say fuckery, but I say it was probably the best night I've ever had on Twitter. And
1: on top of that, possibly the most maligned Tigers of all, all stood up and had great games. <laughs> well, I
0: don't know about that. I mean, yes, yes, you can say that Lalton got the, the winning try.
1: But he had a couple of dodgy. He moments was fucking horrible the for ball. the rest of the game. No, he had a couple of dodgy moments under the Horrific. high balls.
0: Horrific. And the only reason, the only thing that saved his ass, was Matt Utai playing like he was two foot taller. He was. He was great. Bo Ryan was good. Yeah, Bo Ryan was good. But I mean, Bo Ryan doesn't. He's not maligned that that much. I would say. Oh, I mean. fucking please! It only comes out when he makes one of those stupid fucking mistakes that he's got in his game. I don't think it's a week to week thing with Bo. Lottie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, Lottie you know, was great. Lottie had his issues. What
1: issues did Lottie
0: have, other than... Letting the first try in the first three minutes, of course. Yeah, you
1: could have got, him five minutes to warm
0: up. <laughs> Jeez. It's okay, funny. what else did Lottie do? He didn't He didn't fucking complete his hat trick. There you go, there's something else he didn't he do. He scored one try. Oh, yeah, one third <laughs> hat trick.
1: And, and can I just say, against the Gold Coast Titans in our previous game, yeah. if he had to kicked a ball out wide and Lottie had to run for it, and then in the process of trying to catch the ball, had have slipped and then tried to grasp the ball and ground it, much like he did in this game, perfectly. If that had happened at the goal case game, the ball would have ended up up Lottie's ass. Somehow. He would have found a way.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is he's on track to get a hat trick across the whole season.
1: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it takes, you know, what's the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, Nathan. True. The journey of three tries in one game starts with getting the odd try. But remember when achieved he achieved sta- that goal now.
0: Remember when he started for the Tigers and he achieved two tries in his first game and then proceeded to score about fucking another five across the rest of the season. No, he scored 17. I've told you that
1: already. <laughs> I would. I felt like more like seven to me. <laughs> Probably because you, you only saw seven of them because you just turned the rest of the games off. Good win for the Tigers against a good team. And it's something I haven't been able to say uh, much of this season although they did beat cronulla who's flying high at the top of the table at the moment but um through referee fuckery the likes of which he's so subjected to I, <laughs> I can't remember that um but you know the warriors have been in good form and the tigers um stood up and they beat them and
0: they played like a busted asshole in the second half too i think they just thought it was going to happen for them in the second half the way they the way they just cuz they didn't play very well in the first half but they were well on top yes definitely and i think they just sat they thought it was going to happen and they just you know it was a rocks week Stupid Warriors Turn it around next time I was proud of the boys
1: I was proud of their about, effort Yeah Two points man Fucking two points No Robbie L- Lawrence went off at half time I mean now Lawrence is like the adversity, stage. Adversity You know The likes of which we haven't seen Lawrence Since about, Rugby League was Lawrence invented. is about as
0: useful a, a footballer as fucking Stephen Hawking At this point Christopher Reeve Before he was dead but after we fell, are course, you going to read out tweets now? <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got nothing more to say to
1: you. Okay. You hateful, hateful man.
0: I just want to say that it was heartwarming to see Tigers in Decline trending on Twitter in Brisbane. Fucking sensational. Um, and just the sense of community of people banding together, listeners That's to this great. show. It's the sort
1: of community I'd like to drop a fucking
0: bomb on. You know, many, many NRL clubs, and, you know, like. NRL shows, I mean, you don't see the footy show, you don't see that sort of stuff trending. So, I mean, it's it's heartwarming to see the little Aussie battlers that are this week in league <laughs> with their little Aussie battler hashtag, Tigers little, in decline.
1: Little Aussie battlers <laughs> trying them out their way in a tough, harsh hashtag and, world. And people just started
0: using Because, this is the thing is, it breaks out every single game, but this time it was magic. There's some sort of magic on Friday night and people decided that, no, tonight was the night when Tigers in decline. And then there's a, a few become, people
1: that don't actually listen to the show that amped up. And they're like fuck is this fucking shit fuck you <laughs> they totally You're didn't get it talk about fucking tigers in decline man. and I'll read
0: out some of those guys too come on guys you know, don't listen to him but uh, <laughs> so we got here what we got uh, Ben V1 Hardy who is a listener of the show he said uh, tigers are in front with seven to go but still somehow in decline and then he's got hash Oz running wild <laughs> then you got gotta love Keefe, another listener hash fuck you and your tigers in decline <laughs> then you got uh, Simo underscore Ali Glad Tigers got the win. Four straight hash in decline. <laughs> and 102 Megan, who um, echoes my thoughts. The most enjoyable part of that game was following the hash Tigers in decline and the Wildcard in decline hashtags. Um, Nigel Bridgman. The Tigers win and I almost feel happy for Glenn. Almost. Hashtags in decline. Hash hairline in decline. Then he have body underscore boarding, who is a listener of the show. I said, "Hash, what the fuck is with tigers in decline?" <laughs> I don't know if that means they're supposed to lose. What's up with that? Or because you listen to the show, man, you know what the hashtags all about. I'm just going to assume you do. Um, what else do we have? Cruzi 6 This is addressed to you. I had your back.
1: He did not you liar.
0: Don't you let anyone tell you any different? Hash tigers in decline. Hash bourbon in decline. That's right, because he kept going on about ice cubes in decline the whole yeah. through the whole game as well. Uh, Cambo ninety six. What a surprise! Betty White gets hurt and only plays half a game. Hash tigers in decline. Hash tampon in decline.
1: Oh wow, wow!
0: <laughs> How is he's caring for him. There's so well. Come on now, this is like first injury of his career. He'll be playing next week.
1: Yeah, we've heard that eleven weeks in a row. Will uh, Will uh, <laughs> Will Chris Lawrence? Well, he's been named, but uh, hash, Kieran Foreign in Decline. Legendary. Are you finished with the tweets?
0: I'm just. I'm actually. I'm just just switching through and just having a look. And then we have got people just absolutely fucking firing up these battles before, you know, battles between listeners of the show and mm-hmm. non-listeners of the show. And like Bajar's Handsome is a classic example when he's like. He said to someone, um, you, know, you obviously don't listen to... He, he, he copped some shit, obviously, over this Tigers in Decline business. He was tweeting it out just to tweet it out.
1: Deserved he, everything he got, too. And ad. this guy's gone,
0: uh... He said, yeah, good call, you fat mess.
1: <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> and he's
0: gone, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's gone, the Tigers in Decline call, wanker. And he's like, you obviously don't listen to, you at know, TWI League, so shut the fuck up. Maybe do a search on the hashtag and see what it's all about, Hasler. <laughs> He didn't say <laughs> Um And there's a lot of this. Uh, yeah, uh, Mister Wars. Did I just watch two under nine teams play football? Yes, yes, I did.
1: Oh, no shut grand. Up. no
0: grand finals to be seen
1: here. Wear but- longer pants and wear proper socks. <laughs> shut up.
0: <laughs> um. And then this, I'm not going to even read the tweet out from that idiot that was going at Barjars because he's clearly not listening to the show. Uh, Tiger underscore Benji. Got to keep telling myself, do not feed the trolls. Their team hasn't won four straight. Hashtag is on the climb. Well, my team's won four straight. What fuck are you talking about? All right. <laughs> Maybe you're talking about those other people, like, you know, Paraman 1973.
1: What a gronk that guy in is. In all
0: seriousness, wasn't a flash game, but the fact is the Tigers are winning ugly. Look out if they strike good form. hash Tigers in decline. Smartest
1: thing you've ever said. And then he except threw ho- that
0: last bit. And then he threw the Tigers in decline on the end. <laughs> and then Garbs came up with a suggestion that said, um, you know, to get like a Tigers in decline shirt going, you know, we sort of said, you know, how are we going to manage this, you know, whatever in decline shirt? And he said, uh, how about you uh, use a Velcro patch and then you can order whatever teams you want on Velcro for extra. <laughs> So that's interesting. Super Saturday. The North Queensland Cowboys, 30, defeated the Penrith Panthers, 28, in front of a crowd of 11,500 people up there at Dairy Farmers Stadium. The points were... Well, a lot of points scored in this game, obviously. And we had tries, too. Maddie Bowen, Ashton Sims, Ashley Graham, Antonio Winterstein, and Gavin Cooper. Conversions, Maddie Bowen was 4 of 5, plus he got one of two penalty goals. The Panthers, their 28 points came from tries, to Clinton Newton, Brad Tyre, Travis Burns, Lockie Coote, Josh Mansor, One of two conversions from Luke Walsh, and Blake Austin. Perfect night, three of three.
1: Ashton Sims with the match winner. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Picking up a bobbling ball and crashing over.
0: While Twitter, while well, meanwhile Twitter is
1: saying, while well, you're holding on to a two two point lead, don't give the ball to Ashton Sims. <laughs> Broncos fans of the world over would have been gasping and wondering why couldn't he do that in 2000. and This is the thing, seven people will say to us, the well, people not to us, to me,
0: oh you know harping about Desi, gee you got to fucking hold a grudge. It's not even six months. <laughs> this Ashton Sims thing—it's four fucking years. But <laughs> just under four was years. Was it two
1: thousand seven or two thousand eight? It
0: was two thousand eight because it was it was the forty-nil year. Ah, oh, it was too. Basically, yes. Ashton Sims saved the Broncos from getting done seventy-nil because the storm the storm beat Cronulla thirty-nil the week before. So I mean, <laughs> clearly, it's probably he's probably the
1: greatest hero in Broncos history, just quietly. <laughs> oh my god! He's <laughs> poor brother though. Yeah, so sad to see him get hurt again. Broke his leg. Probably the biggest story to come out of this. Um,
0: oh, of this by game. far. Um,
1: and uh, and the, the, also the whole
0: tangle around it as well, where you know he could have been selected for Origin, and he wouldn't have been in that
1: game. Yeah, but he could have been. Still, you know, he, he could was have been selected for Origin and had a, a similar thing happen in training. I mean, that's yeah. that's a bit of a rough call. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that sentiment at all. Just like, saying, I'm just all. He I'm could have been is- getting off the team bus and broke his leg, like. Well, yeah, because clearly his
0: legs aren't, aren't the strongest <laughs> things in the world. Um, but I'm just echoing what, uh, yeah, what yeah, a lot of Cowboys fans, and Queensland from. fans, you know. Because a lot of Queensland origin supporters, their, their thing was like, oh, fuck New South Wales, fucking didn't select him, so then he's broken his leg. Like, was, they would use it, like, as a thing to shit on New South Wales origin. No. <laughs> like, fucking retards.
1: Yeah, But what are the odds of, of a collision like that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. especially in exactly the same spot, yeah. where he's like, oh, like, poor prick. Yeah. And he's he's worked so hard to get back, and he was playing so well. And he was very unlucky not to be selected for Origin. Um, yeah, very, very disappointed. It was nice to see, you know, say what you want about Ashton Sims as a player, but he's a good brother. It was nice to see him, you know, get up and wish him well as he'd come off the field, and he was yeah. obviously very, very concerned. And, um, you know, fitting for him to end up with the ball at the end of the game and, and score the match winner. Exactly. Penrith... Showed a lot of courage, I thought, in staying with the Cowboys for the whole game. In light of some of their recent performances, I know they beat the Dragons in Golden Point the previous week, but um, before that, geez, they had, had some horrible scorelines against them where they just really turned it up and yeah. and yep. didn't compete. In uh, this game, was a different story, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Lukey Walsh was back, and, and partnering him in the hearts was Blake Austin, and we spoke a few weeks ago about him being the answer at 5'8", and I got poo-pooed for it. By... Possible revelation here, the way he's going. Yeah, well, if there's a, a keep it up for bunch the next, of people you know... cane me for suggesting that Travis Burns wasn't the right yeah. option there, but when you look at the way they sort of combined and some of the attacking plays he can put on, his footwork, he's quick, he's got a good passing game, he's solid kicking game as well. It's probably not as good as a defender as Travis Burns, but he brings a lot more to the table in attack. Um, and Penrith... God knows, they need to score some fucking points. And showed in this game, 28 of them. <laughs> Came close. Yeah. Came very close. I mean, this is one of those games where, you know, on the flip
0: side, you know, good job the Cowboys, you know, danger game for them. Sure. Uh, you know, missing several origin
1: stars. Um, I still think they were far from convincing, though. And, oh, absolutely. And in I, mean, the I fact think if that, they weren't at home, they probably would have lost this game. And, and the, their reliance on JT to be the heartbeat of the squad is, is as evident as it's ever been, but they did scrape out a win against, you know, a team that's probably going to run second last.
0: The team—they probably yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Second
1: last is probably fair. I didn't yeah. call them for the spoon, but gee, power's going on.
0: <laughs> Parramatta need to start announcing retirements real quick. You know, <laughs> they need to find—they need to find like about ten guys so they can get a 10 ten-game winning streak going. The only problem is there's not ten guys in that entire organisation to people give a shit about. They you just imagine
1: look, Carney going, Burton, "Hey, Shacks, yeah, Shax, now, I'm going to play in first grade this week." But what I want you to do is announce your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> throw some anchor quotes in this speech. <laughs> you
0: know, make the make the kiddies laugh. <laughs> you know, maybe throwing a joke about winning Powerball. Yeah, <laughs> you know the formula. <laughs> um, Twitter, Paramount nineteen seventy three. The cows win a lacklustre game. Poor Tarek busts his leg again, and yet that whiny Pratt Burns lives on. Hash dog. Hash no justice. Ouch. Hash tigers in decline. <laughs> I don't know what's it, why he's set upon that Travis Burns. He'll do that. He's an angry he's an angry little prick, and he's like a, a terrier. Are we talking so
1: about it? Kyle or Travis?
0: <laughs> well, both of them, really. But um, I don't think Travis Burns is that much of a dog, though, really. He's just a, he's just like a, a tough little
1: nugget. He's a terrier. Yeah. And he'd play for the Texas Terriers. Yeah. But I don't think he's like a... I wouldn't say he was a cheap shop merchant or anything like that. Yeah. Tough little prick.
0: Okay. John Saints, 1995. Is that a new name? Popped up? Could be. You know you're bad when you need an RC try to beat the Panthers. Hash Cowboys in decline without JT. Yes. Uh, Jason Jehan, P P.I. An entire Katy Perry song was blaring in the stadium as Terry oh. was on the ground screaming in pain. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> it wasn't that woeful. Yeah.
1: And I know that they make a big deal. I think the Penrith announcer copped a bit of flack last year from Peter Peters. Um... For some of the things he said and did, I don't have an issue with some creative announcing at the games, yeah, but yeah. some of the music, yeah. especially the guys laying there, is breaking his leg. Yeah. Like, what was he? What was that guy off doing? Yeah. Making a cup of tea, or
0: yeah. maybe he's trying to distract the fans with some bubblegum pop, you know, to, to distract them from the horrors that Look, were on the field.
1: I don't mind Katy Perry.
0: Yeah,
1: because oh, I know what I'd rather be thinking about: Katy Perry than Tarek Sims' leg.
0: If there's two things I'd rather think about, it'd be two things that Katy Perry has and not two pieces of fucking Tarek Sim's I think legs. about
1: Katy Perry too much, something the size of Tarek Sim's leg does eventuate. <laughs> and then you have to break it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along to a sexy time Sunday where the mighty Manly Seagulls, 18, defeated the Sydney Roosters, 10, at the Fortress Brookie. Um, points, Manly Seagulls. They had tries two. The Weapon, Steve Matai, Michael Oldfield, and Daniel Harrison. The ranger gets one. Jamie Lyon, two of Couple three. no-names in scoring tries. And uh, Jamie Lyon also got a crucial penalty goal. The Roosters' there, 10 points came from tries to Sam Perrett and Daniel Mortimer. Anasta was one of two on the conversions.
1: I thought Manly showed championship qualities, winning despite a host of notable absences, and also lost Kieran Foran early. And they just hung in there. Wasn't pretty in patches, but... They got the job done, and you know these sorts of wins are the the ones that probably won't make many highlight reels at the end of the season, but they're certainly critical. You know, at this stage of the year with the rep season up upon us, and exactly, um, very very important. Very very reminiscent,
0: actually, of the time they beat East last season. It was much earlier in the season, about round four, but we had all these injuries and suspensions and stuff out. And that was a game we you know, supposedly had no chance of winning. And you look back in retrospect and you go, wow, that was a great turning point of the season. That was kind of the advent of Cherry when he, you know, and Four in their combination. And it was also the, you know, the start of East decline as well. And, you know, they went on to have a really shit out season. So is in decline. Yeah, it wasn't like they were the, you know, at the time they were the beaten grand yeah. finalists, but no, <laughs> no one realised that they were going to go such in the gutter the way they did. But um, still, yeah, very reminiscent of that yeah um,
1: I thought my really powered to his best performance. Funny that. that I can fun, remember. Fun, fancy that timing. With a point to prove, yeah, definitely. But that's that's his best game. I know he's played some really good games, but that was probably his most dominant performance since he almost single-handedly beat the Tigers back in 2009. i say, say the
0: same thing, because that was still probably his most dominant performance. I mean, yeah. That game against the Tigers was just fucking ridiculous. I like, just
1: sat back in that game and thought... Fucking, can you please not give him the ball? <laughs> actually, and you know
0: what? I just didn't realise, because that, that game there was actually the genesis of this show. Yes. But for that to be the genesis of that show, that meant you actually were tweeting through the games back then. So at, the, at what point did you stop tweeting? tweeting? Nah, no, nah, I couldn't would, have been no, doing too much. No, we were definitely, we were going back and forth during the course of that game. Really? yeah. Yeah. Cause that's and that's and that's basically where you know we met per se, and then the the show you know sprung from there.
1: Now, I'm sure we almost had a Twitter war at one stage before that. Over what Brent Kite? What about Brent? I'm not going to war for Brent Kite. No, we? you did back then.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like him. He's a lovely guy. But I mean, like, I think of people I get more fired up about. <laughs> that's
1: strange. Yeah, um, I think it ended in me telling you you're a fucking idiot or something like. that. Like, that never happens. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well. exactly.
0: Um, and there's obviously there's, there's a ton of filthy filthy tweets through here. Um,
1: oh, I just wanted to say one thing. Yeah, go for it. We've given Daniel Mortimer a fair bit of flack on this show, but he's playing a hell of a lot of reserve grade at the moment, but in his current form, he'd be a handy part of the first grade rotation. Problem is, where do you put him? There's some worse players running around in first grade than him. Yeah, where do you put him, though? And Would you actually, like, you'd have to put him at... Would you
0: actually, like, shift to Nasta, maybe? And, and put him in or... Or well, maybe not at the Roosters.
1: Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, like yeah, but... Yeah. He could find a home. He could. He played really well. I
0: mean, and I'd, I'd, I'd phrase it like, you know, he took his opportunity with both hands, but there's no opportunity. He's just filling space until yeah, the, exactly. the dudes come back. I mean, you know? to
1: say he hasn't lived up to the 2009 hype would, would be a huge understatement, but... How many chances he had to do it, though? Yeah. And that's, the games that he's played in first grade this year, every single one of them was like, oh, yeah, Daniel Mortimer. Oh, that's right. He can play. Yeah. And... <laughs> and you, the irony that Josh Reynolds has come on playing five eight for the Canterbury Bulldogs when yeah. Dan Mortimer knocked back a spot <laughs> to, go, to stay at the Eels and since been punted to the Roosters. Yeah, um, yeah the ironic. Uh, you know, a decision he'd like probably like it over again. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's, um I don't think he's a, a career reserve grader, which is where he's headed at the moment. Maybe he could go to Cronulla and team up with Carney. Where
0: would he play, though? Robson. <laughs> the place where Jeff Robson's currently occupying, yeah, mate, who's baby. basically little more than a warm body. <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a jersey. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was happy, happy with the, the, the effort. Um, how about fucking Liam Foran's kick? How about the bounce from on <laughs> try? Sensational. I mean, arsey shit like that just, you know, it very rarely happens. And ah, it look, does, every, think, every
1: team needs their share of luck across the season. If yeah. that's one stroke, then fair enough.
0: And how about the first try, too, with like, Oldfield? That pass from Cherry. Yeah. Like a fucking laser. Just cut a great out. two player, guys. Man. Just beautiful. That's just how you throw player. a cut out pass, at Benji and Benji Barrett. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not, not a hint of forwardness about it. Fast, like a fucking laser. Like, you know, even the two guys that were cut out, they, they didn't have enough time to even, to, you know, to get amongst it and fuck it up. Mm. You know, it was just brilliant. Um, good to see Cherry uh, starting to earn that cash again. All right. Let's have a look at Lucky that.
1: Like he was never earning it.
0: Well, you know, he's missed some. He's dropped off wow. some crucial tackles. You know, wow. He's you know, wow. He's been he's been having to deal with a lot more in uh, a lot more guys up in his face because you know they haven't had four in to worry about on the other side. So it's kind of diminished his input. My goodness,
1: T- hard taskmaster.
0: <laughs> I am mate. I expect I expect all of the players that, that pull on the manly, the manly jersey to piss excellence twenty four seven, and uh, I don't want to see a bad game out of anybody. And uh, good to see Daniel Harrison's starting to get really fucking good too. He's got some good offloads, good passes out, scored a try. You know, he could be like the fucking, he could be the, the Ranger Beaver. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Let's go to Twitter, shall we?
0: Rooster supporter. What most should have been picked for origin? Then we wouldn't have to face him. Yeah. Um, what we got here? Andrew French, 91. Cherry Evans has hair like a mad professor, although he doesn't play like one. Hash fact, hash hair in decline. Hash ridiculously
1: disproportionately long
0: neck. Now he's a draft. Huh? He's a draft, isn't he? He's, there's no hiding no He's a
1: draft. Uh, man- you should wrap him up. He's got a neck that long. You should wrap him up in a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time they go and play Penrith, yeah, the
0: players will be trying to take him home. <laughs>
1: and the fans they'd be like "Oh, Penrith fans love me take me home
0: (laughs) they want to drink you and not in a good way (laughs) uh, the Mango X so frustrating such quality players too many errors and penalties not like we're the Tigers with one star player
1: wow what
0: (laughs) yeah he fucking slammed it in there didn't he Uh, he or she uh, on a blood buzz I hope Stuart is watching this Watmo Clinic in origin plays hash body shape hash smotty shape
1: what what's the body
0: shape? I believe that um, well the story was the the story went with Watmo, is that at the time when the New South Wales team was announced, Ricky came out and said, oh he's injured, and then you know over the next couple of days like two he's like, fucking trained with us, no problems at all. I mean bullshit. It wasn't us that said he was injured, and then it came out later in the week that he actually gave Watmo a call and was and before the announcement, it was like we're going in a different direction, and so he actually just fucking flat out lied. And, uh, so then there was that question mark over Gallon's knee, I believe it was. And so what Mo, they called up to say, you know, you 18th man, come on down. And he's gone, No, fuck yourself. The club doctor says I'm not fit. <laughs> even though he was like, even though he was going to play the next day for Manly or that day for Manly. So it was kind of like, fuck you, kinda, you know, sort of thing. And of course in public, he came out, you know, in the media, he's like, oh, there's no problem, blah, blah, blah. But you know, actions speak louder than words and it was good. And then he came out and played like that and jammed it right up him. So it was awesome.
1: Um if if Anthony Watmo isn't the right body shape for Origin. Who is? Um that guy's built like a fucking tank.
0: Exactly. No, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be that dissimilar to Gallagher. You, know, you
1: know what the most indicative part of his body shape in comparison to Ben Cray? That's that's probably means he is an origin player. Ball bag. Massive a set penis. of nuts. Exactly, a penis, and um, you know, I want to talk about body shapes. One, including a vagina, has no place in the Origin arena. Exactly. Just saying, Ben Cray. Cough.
0: Okay, Nita Bita. She said, El steps up again. So proud of him. Hope he continues to have a place in the side when K Foz comes back. That's true. He's actually getting better and better too. Obviously, you know, of course, more game time with that. You know, the group of players wonder how he'll go if he's got T-Rex on the outside of him, if he needs to. It <laughs> might turn out that we've just got this clone army of Forens that we can just slot into the into the six whenever we need
1: it. What's Mr. and Mrs. Foren doing? They I could probably get a run as well. Give a couple of blokes a rest.
0: Yeah, why not? Mrs. Foren. Are there any other Mr. around there? Yeah. Why not? They seem to be built to play 5-8. Why not? The Mango X came back again and said, uh, Matt Ballin looks like an MMA fighter after every match. What a warrior. <laughs> He's got like the NRL Man Sid hashtag is in decline. Some people just kept it going. It was sensational to see. Um, Dashing Dan 1. See, this just to show how much of a, a fair-handed person I am in the run, in this show. At Dashing Dan 1 said, at least Manly can relax now knowing that they're not the only round in which Para picked up points. <laughs> see? I could have fucking ignored that tw- that gronkish tweet, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Um, Berkeley underscore eagle, and this was a very, very common theme in the tweets we got for this game. Seriously, LOL at Gaznia in the Manly Roosters game. Hash, gaffer tape to the sideline for Gaznia stat. The fucker adds nothing but stupidity to Fox Sports.
1: And did you see what his biggest one was? He called Liam Fore and Liam Fulton? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there were tweets coming thick and fast through every time that imbecile opened his mouth. Like, he's just not built for, you know, television presenting Patching or like you know, analyzing game. or and, fucking talking. Yeah, in general, just being seen, really. Um,
1: really, if he's not leaving a message on a mobile phone about spurting sauce, he should shut yeah. his fucking mouth.
0: Fire it up, the real Jedi. Last year, a second string side guts out a win against the Chooks, and we won the comp back to back, bitches. Hashtags in decline. <laughs> and um, and one hundred and two, Megan. She did come with that. Oh, Gaz saying Liam Fulton instead of Liam Forum after the game. Hashtags in decline. Hash Gaz in decline. Hash sorry, no original ideas for hashtags. And <laughs> uh, Gleso seventy eight. Have we had Gleso seventy eight on board no. before? I don't think so. Yeah. Does Gaznia know anyone's name in the NRL? He screws it up every week. It's Liam Forum dipshit. Hash Gaznia declined. People just throwing their little flavor on. it It's great. Batesy. Put your own flavor on it. <laughs> you have that one under uh, By the way, great win by Manly, only soured by the presence of Mark Gaznier <laughs> Hash makes Ben Iken sound like Rabs. <laughs> Let's move on to the next game. St. George, Illawarra Dragons. Heartbreaking for them and their fans. Two weeks running. It's like the Parramatta story of last season, isn't it? They were defeated by the Rabbitohs, 19 points to 18. Down at Cogra too, just under 15,000 people in the house. And the points came as follows. The Rabbitohs tries to Sam Burgess, Adam Reynolds, and Andrew Everingham. Reynolds was one of two on, oh sorry, one of two in his field goals, and he was three of three on the conversions in a fantastic effort. St. George Illawarra Dragons, their points came from tries to Matt Cooper, try to Jamie Soward, and Jason Nightingale. Poor old Ben Hornby. He missed his field goal shot. The cat in the hat missed two of them. But he did get all three of his conversions.
1: Dragons fans will disagree with me, I'm sure. But losing to South minus Inglis and Taylor, in the past few seasons under Wayne Bennett, that would have been inexcusable. Reality of, of the type of side that they are this year must be slowly setting in for them.
0: Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to disagree with what you just said then, judging from the tweets that I've seen. They know all too well that they're fucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're sitting in 11th position at the moment, I believe. A very un...
1: Un-Dragons-like
0: position. Yeah. They're not even going to choke this year. They're not even going to get to the fucking dinner table to put the food in the fork <laughs> and then put it in their gob. <laughs> it's just not happening.
1: I want to talk about Adam Reynolds for a sec. He's... He's not the uh, the South Sydney-era Chris Sando. No. Um... I'm sure, based on <laughs> comparative form this season, guys, Parro would rather have Reynolds over their five hundred and fifty thousand dollars reserve grader. All day. He just ultimately, I think he seems more grounded than Sandow was, and that's he's probably the perfect halfback for South. I think he's he's capable of, of sort of steering them around. He's got a good kicking game. Um. He's void of any real brain explosions, which I think was the biggest downside of Sandow when he was at South.
0: Yeah, and he's kind of devoid of like flashes of brilliance as well. But what he is, is he's reliable. Yeah. He's reliably, I'm not going to say pedestrian because that's kind of too negative, but you know what you're going to get with him. And, he's, and he sort of brings it every time. Although this this game was probably, this be his best game that he's played?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, I think as he as he plays more first grade and gets more settled... He'll probably develop his running game a little bit more. I yep. think he concentrates on his kicking and passing game and leaves up a lot of the running up to, you know, Inglis when he's inside. Um, and then also guys like Sutton and Isaac Luke. And he just sort of directs the team around from there. But, yeah, I've been really impressed with him. He took a major leap in this game. It was a big, um, a big moment for him. He kicked the match winner. Yep. And, um, yeah, drove the dagger into the hearts of the Dragons fans. And... Yeah, it's 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 definitely the crumbling of the of the Dragons' empire over the last few seasons. Yep, I know that you know they won the comp, two thousand and ten, knocked out by a field goal last year, and uh, yeah, they're just just not the same side. And uh, some of their personnel, like I know Gasney is not there, but they haven't lost that many players. No, Boyd, that's.
0: And like, but admittedly, Boyd did a lot more for them than he's doing for the Knights too. Yeah, like, agree. He's a much better player
1: Agreed. then. He, I think maybe he'll fit the Knights' style of play over time. But as far as where he was with the Dragons, it's, it's chalk and cheese, and they're definitely. Um, I think some of their replacements, like Morris, is going well at fullback. Yeah, I think, and yeah, Chase Stanley as well um, in the centres there, but just. Don't seem to be able to put it together consistently. You know, they'll put a good performance together and then two or three bad ones. Yep. And now I mean, it's not going to be
0: helped anymore. But you know, with the injury to Wayman, no, gone for the season. And uh, I just want to say, like I, I said, I think it was last week. I said that Adam Reynolds is pretty much just a goal kicker that they just bring on, mm-hmm. kicks the goals. He's actually proving that game that he's definitely more than that, and hopefully continues to develop. I mean, he's not a he's not like a Cherry Evans kind of guy. He's just going to explode. No. But I think he's going to be a solid. You know certainly better than a Robson at the oh, moment he's, agree, he's, yeah. kind of, he's kind of robson ish at the moment you know slightly better I think he's going to be far better over the course of his entire career he's only a young guy too so yeah, he's got plenty yeah. of
1: time to improve and develop
0: exactly okay, Twitter Quinn one point losses suck balls. I love the red V but one point losses just root the week hashtags in decline. make me a sandwich. The Dragons, thinking of giving up Soured. his only talent was winning golden point. Seems like he can't do that now either. Hash, king of the cats.
1: He'll be a Newcastle in no time.
0: Yep. Shell Harbour. Aussie, 11198. I've just sat through two golden point losses in a week. I feel like I've been raped by a 120-kilo man from Africa named Bob. Hash, fuck my life. Interesting picture painted there. <laughs> Very
1: <laughs> much so.
0: And, um... This was a tweet actually from five minutes earlier from the same person, Aussie11198. I think I speak for all Dragons fans when I say, you're fucking shit, Vito. Go back to Reggie's. Bring Vaya with you. Hash Michael Barney. <laughs> and yeah, and Vito didn't have a happy game.
1: No, uh, no there's a lot of Canberra fans saying, ha ha. <laughs> you knew what you were getting. You They knew exactly what
0: they were getting. This is inexplicable. Uh, and Tad Pike, our mate Tad Pike, the American who's... um. He had the whole NRL on a platter to choose his side from and he elected <laughs> to go with the rabbits. But on this occasion. I think he, he just liked the colours. He's gone. Ah. So it's A and about 20 H's. Hash South's in a scent. A scent of what? Homelessness. <laughs> methylated spirits. A scent of unwashed. <laughs> and sad. This is a sad tweet. This mate brought tear to my This one. From at Devonhead. Our mate, Devonhead. Screw that guy. Hash trotters in decline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to a Monday Night footbitch. Now, we've got a lot of new listeners this season, so I just wanted to make it absolutely clear that it's called Monday Night Foot Bitch because of a slip of the tongue by Ryan Phelan ages ago, two seasons ago. Yes. The fact that Robert Louis put his size sixes into his missus the night of Mad Monday has nothing to do with being called Monday Night Foot Bitch. Okay? <laughs> I just wanted to make that
1: clear. Who the fuck brought that up?
0: I did, just now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Canterbury Bulldogs, 26, absolutely slaughtered the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, 6, in front of a crowd of about 12,000 people in the cavernous ANZ Stadium. And this was not even a contest. The do- Doggies, 26 points came from a double to Ben Barber. We had tries also to Jonathan Wright and Timoteo Lafay.
1: Bryson Didn't he have Goodwin. a good
0: game? He did. And Bryson Goodwin got 4 of 4. answering his critics who said he couldn't catch the ball last week because
1: he couldn't... Couldn't catch. he kicked four goals. What's that got to do with his catching?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of pulled back some points.
1: (laughs) He also got a penalty goal.
0: And the Sharkies, well, one try to Jeremy Smith and Wolf Brother. I know people hate that, so I'm just saying it to do it. John Williams, one of one.
1: The uh, Fox Sports guys made a big deal about the dog's interchange of passing amongst their forwards. I think the most impressive thing is the endless variations to that play. That, yeah. Um, it's probably, I know you you don't like to give him credit, but it's a credit to Desi's, Desi Hasler's coaching and the fact that... It's clearly a Jim Dimmick signature. <laughs> <laughs> I would wholeheartedly disagree. Um, they spoke about it, and by their own admission, the Sharkies, uh, at the end of the game, they interviewed Bryce Gibbs, and he said they'd worked on it the whole week at training to try and stop it. Yep. And pretty much all their points came from that play or, or a variation thereof. Yep. Impressive when it works. I think teams coming up and in fast are probably, is probably the way to stop it. But then if yep. you get a... Hodgkinson's probably the type of guy that could put a quick little kick in behind or, or even Reynolds and catch those guys coming compressing the line in yeah out as well so that, but you can cover that yeah you probably can but if you're good enough you can cover it Benny Barber was almost untouchable throughout this game yeah and then a lot another of another one of those uh, games everything
0: coming out of that is like why he in the origin well because he's not better than Billy Slater motherfuckers that's why he's not in origin
1: Dirt. exactly and
0: I mean yeah he's playing amazing and he's a Queenslander but fucking calm down you can't put
1: every Queenslander in exactly
0: exactly I've got, got a whole open
1: slots for the fucking Barrowville dudes <laughs> <laughs> and the Kiwis and the PNGs and everyone else. <laughs> There's no Queenslanders aren't welcome. Oh, I walked straight into that. That was magnificent. <laughs> I think the Sharks is a better have Gallon and Carney in protective bubbles between games from here on in. If this is how they're going to play without them,
0: yeah. I mean, they can talk about the fact that you know they went well without uh, Gallon last week.
1: They can play without one of them. You can't yeah. play without both of them.
0: <laughs> exactly. And I mean, this one, like their attack didn't work and their defence definitely didn't work.
1: I think Robson clearly does grow as a player in, in the presence of Carney, but he not only lacked the creativity to re- required to perform in Carney's absence in this game, but just the, some of his options, which are just should be just cut and dried at that level. Yep. He's, he's a regular first grader and some of the options he was taking didn't weren't really indicative of a, of a regular first-grade footballer. There was a couple of horrible, you know, one stage there was about six on one out on the right and yep. he stepped back inside and tried to go himself. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't get how he can play, you know, he's probably playing some of the best footy of his career um, in the games that he's played with Carney this year. As a warm body to take. To pass the ball to Carney, <laughs> he's been more than that. But this game, he was back to some of his worst games. of he's, power. Just, he's just
0: not a cre- he's not a creative player. He's not there to be. He's not there to be the creative guy. And when he has to be the creative guy, he's fucked. Yep. I mean, it's just and and that's no. problem. You know, it just clearly role, messed it's with his head.
1: The fact that he he was trying too hard to be that guy rather than just shoveling the ball out. Yep. It's clearly, uh, clearly a few mind games, but the doggies were well served by their forward pack. I thought James Graham was really good, void of uh, vaseline. Yep. Aiden Tolman, uh, Cassiano, they were all great, um, and then Ennis and Reynolds and and Benny Barber all played off the back of that. And they just actually, yeah,
0: Ennis was pretty good. I mean, in
1: a year, a forgettable year so far. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. And you know, I think he's obviously stung by the whole origin situation. There's some real uh, gritty sort of hustle plays that he put in, a couple of charge downs, um, and some of his work around the ruck, especially in defence as well. Um, shows that he's probably getting somewhere near his best. So it'd uh, be interesting to see how the uh how the origin sides you know, if New South Wales were to lose game one, you know, maybe he's a look in again. Possibly, yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, and I would sum up the match boy. No Gallon, no Carney. <laughs> really, <laughs> no I mean, Let's see how the dog is continuing because they've been very up and down. I mean, you know, there's a lot of hope went into this season, you know, because of the poaching of the Desi and whatnot, but um, hasn't really eventuated. Probably because he's one year early. Uh, he wasn't supposed to get you know some of the you know debilitating players that are currently in the squad, but um, he had him looking really good at one point. Now since uh, you know slumped to a lot of poor defeats, this you know hopefully gets him back on track. I wouldn't get too overly excited, though. You know, but you know, if I was a doggies fan, yeah, you know, it's great to get the win. Cronulla were depleted of definitely their best two players sure. by far, so it's, don't act like it's you know you beat Cronulla in the, you know, the peak of Cronulla. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you didn't beat like you know top three side in their top three form, and it was good the amount of the loss actually um, bumped Manly up into uh, the top four. So cheers for that, Sharkies. And cheers for that, Desi. Zach underscore Chapel. Hopefully we play better against the buy next week. Did you see the, did you see on NRL dot last week when they had the um? Oh, it was, it was sorry, it was for this week when they had the the matchups, and then they had Parramatta. Parramatta the, versus the versus buy, yeah. And then they had like the poll, like who's going to win, and it was like fourteen percent said Parramatta. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a little blurb about you know how the buy yeah, is the best chance the buyers had, blah blah. blah. Wow, um, that's that's hurtful. Yeah, the unique one, one eighty. Not a great second half, but defense was good all game. Barber is a genius. Hash, X-Factor for Queensland. Hash, Sharks in origin decline. Freak09 said, The Sharks players should have called the cops at halftime. They're getting raped by the dogs. <laughs> and, he, and this is a fantastic callback. Hash, Sharkman05 in decline. GT351 underscore Johns. Much better Bulldogs. Great defense and ball running. Good win champs. Hopefully the, sh- the start of Sharks' demise. Hash, Carney's local in Decline So hateful And he's been Hateful to the Sharks the whole Time saying like I can't believe Everyone's on the Sharks dick You know I can't wait for Them to start Like a, a lot of People are like Oh you know Isn't it good to See the shark He's doing better You know that Kind of thing Not him No he's he's fucking hateful. I don't know what The sharks ever did To him but Jesus he's Hateful towards Him um, Yeah everyone Else is kind of Like "Man, He probably you know. got Kicked out of All these <laughs> he probably. Mr. Hendo people. Mr. Hendo 33 You know you're screwed when you have to rely on Jeff Robson to bring back a 24-0 deficit. Hash, in all seriousness, go Sharks. And the Chapo, 82. Where was this Bulldogs team against the Titans? Hash, Sharks in decline. Hash, it's colder than Siberia. Sounds like it might actually been rocked up at the game. Yeah,
1: it's that time of year too.
0: Previews for round 12, 2012. We kick off on Friday night with a top-of-the-table-ish clash. The Melbourne Storm versus the Brisbane Broncos. It's down there in Melbourne, and uh, obviously it's going to be an origin-affected game. Uh, the Broncos, Broncos are resting
1: a few guys. They're
0: resting almost all of them, aren't they? I think Gillette's going to be playing, but other yep. than that, they're all, the rest of them are getting rested, aren't they? Um, you know, The good thing for them is you know Peter Wallace is back in the side. But um Corey Parker's obviously still there. Didn't get didn't get hooked
1: after his goal kicking department. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> um, so they've still got some good experience in the forwards uh, with Parker and obviously Ben Tio, Alex Glenn, those guys will be leading the way, but geez it's a tough ask. Down there in Melbourne, Slater, Cronk, and what's that other bloke's name? Cam
0: Smith. Cam Smith. Um, I don't. I, I don't understand. I mean, well, okay. I understand why Hook would, uh, you know, rest players. You know, he doesn't want them to burn out. Blah blah blah. But he's pretty much the only coach that does it. I mean, the Storm usually, if they build up enough points and sort of cement their top two position coming into the end of the season, they might rest guys in the round twenty five, twenty six sort of thing. But they've lost two on the trot. Yeah, you'd might want to. And against the Storm, if the Storm would to run away with this. Yeah, you can go well, but we rested all our guys. But yeah. it's still, it's psychologically a damaging thing to occur.
1: Still, they've lost two on the trot. They need some momentum. Yeah. This is a tough time of year for them, regardless. I, you know, it's a it's a risky move. But having said that, he did this a similar thing last year, and then you know they came out unscathed. But yeah, well, of course they had it's a, sort a slippery slope. slope. You know, the there's, back then. there's still a couple of wins away from that log jam in the, in the sort of middle part of the table. But, like I said, two losses already, you know, this could well be another one if they don't, you know, yeah. and with a depleted side, you'd have to favour Melbourne strongly, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to sort of talk about this game, because we don't know how some certain players are going to come through origin, you know, there's always a the risk of injuries, but yeah. with the sides as named, the Storm are going to fucking smash them.
1: Smash, I tell you. Uh, I don't know about smashing them, but they'd definitely be favoured heavily to win. 13 plus. Win. Wow. Easy 13 plus, too. They may get 26. I'd like to see the Broncos win. it be a good show of, of spirit, but I think the Storm would be too good for them. Next game,
0: the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Canberra Raiders, which I think is the game that's going to be going into Sydney live. Ouch. <laughs> Suck that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Canberra Raiders. <laughs>
1: Suckers. So. Who's going to win this one?
0: Well, you'd have to say, um, if they get all their guys back from origin, uh, with, you know, without injury, I mean, at the moment they're named, you know, right at the very end of a very extended bench, uh, that being Dave Taylor and Greg Inglis.
1: If they throw those two guys back in the side, then I think, I you should know, kill them, especially roads. with the Raiders without Ferguson and Dugan for disciplinary reasons and, and, of course, still without Cats here for the rest of the year. Um, yeah... Off, got no business picking the Raiders in this game. I'll I'll have to go with the Rabbits. Even if they rested Taylor and Inglis. Sorry? Even if they rested Taylor and Inglis, they're still going to win, I think.
0: Um, I mean, Canberra improved showings over the last two weeks. But, you know, they had Dugan in the side. They had Ferguson in the side. And yeah, those guys aren't everything. But geez, if Shiloh doesn't back up well after the origin, they couldn't get a hiding.
1: Manute Bowl makes his, uh, his debut for the Raiders. Edric Lee. Yeah. Out of the twenties. Yep. He's built like a corner post, but Jesus, fast. <laughs> it's like he's made out of pipe cleaners. But I'm looking forward to seeing how he handles uh, the, you know, a bit more physical uh, aspect to the NRL and and also the pace of the game. But you know, I'd, I'd like to see him break into the clear because Jesus, quick. Yep.
0: Yep. I still can't see any possible way in the world for the Rabbitohs to lose this. But we no, no. of that it's the Rabbitohs, so. Yeah,
1: If there's a way, they'll find it.
0: If you tip them and they lose, don't blame me. Saturday uh, kicks off with Newcastle Knights versus the Gold Coast Titans. <sighs> Two sides not going that great. No. I mean, Titans, they had a fantastic victory over the Doggies.
1: I can't seem doing it away from home against against the Knights, who are going to be desperate. Yeah, but... Danny I mean, Baderes comes back into the side for the Knights as well from injury.
0: I would imagine that Wayne Bennett would have a side feeling desperate at all times.
1: I suspect I suspect you're close to the mark, but Willie Mason comes into the starting side. Um, he'll get amongst those early exchanges. Be interesting to see how he handles that in his aspect of his comeback. So I'm going to have to go with the Knights. I think, I think they'll be the a Knights. bit more desperate. And the fact that they're at home and, and probably a bit more personnel.
0: Yeah, and one win for the Titans, you know, certainly doesn't make a season. Um, Caesar's obviously, you know, going fantastically well. And if he can continue that form, you know, you could create something for them. Um, you know, once again, their Origin guys are also very crucial. And guys like Miles Bird and Harrison, you know, close yeah. to their best players. Um, so I'll we'll see how they go. But I think, I mean, the safe tip is the Knights for sure. Yeah, one to twelve, though. Okay, next game: St George Illawarra Dragons versus Parramatta Eels at Coggera. Well, it's if Eels. Jared Hayne
1: gets through Origin, the Eels will win this game.
0: Really? Yep. Really? And no one's going to be announcing their retirement?
1: (laughs) I've just got a feeling about the Dragons that they're going to drop their bundle completely. This is at Cogra too? Yep. They've got it in their game. Really? It's a big call. It is a big call, but uh, I'm going to pick Jared Hayne to uh, come through Origin with a new lease on life and uh, carve the Dragons up.
0: See, I think the Dragons, I mean, two gold point losses in a row, they're going to be hurting. So, I mean, you yeah, know, how much more motivation do you need? Um, they've got a better back line. They're depleted in the forwards. And, I mean, like any side that puts a, a jersey on Ben they're automatically going to be depleted in the forwards. But uh, They also have the injury to Wayman. Um I, st- I think the Dragons are going to win. It's, it's the Eels, man. <coughs> I don't think Luke Boat's going to announce his retirement over the next couple of days. However, I will switch my tip if that happens. Sunday, Penrith Panthers versus the mighty Manly Sea Eagles out at Centibet Stadium. Speaking of Centibet, put all your money on Manly.
1: <laughs> the more you put on, the more you get <laughs> the back. The more
0: you put on, the more you get back. Manly, pending how players come through Origin, should be looking as close to full strength as they've turned out this season.
1: And even if none of them play, Anthony Watmore will beat Penrith on his own. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, you'd expect that,
0: well, yeah... Exactly. I mean, what more to say? Um, It was thirty nil at Brookvale. You know, could they crack sixty? Maybe not sixty. But if Penrith are going to persist in cutting off their nose to spite their face and leave Jennings out if he's healthy,
1: they deserve to get. They
0: deserve. They deserve to get destroyed down the down through the centres, like they were last time. Actually, Uh,
1: and they'll deserve everything they get through that. Yeah, I can't see Manly. Doing anything but running away with this one. Fingers crossed. And
0: also on Sunday, your guys, West Tigers, versus the North Queensland Cowboys out there at Campbelltown.
1: Some strange selections for the Tigers. Curtis Sirinan, son of Paul, is uh, has been named on the bench. Blake Ashford's been named at 5'8. I suspect that Sirio uh, might actually start the game. I think that's a rock. I mean, Blake Ashford's got no business being in, in no. the six. Sheenzy does like to take the pressure of these young guys making their debuts. Um, Generally, the Tigers tend to own the Cowboys, especially in Sydney. It's happened. I can't remember the last time they've beaten us in Sydney. I can't. 2004, maybe? Don't know. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Uh, It's rare. It's a rarity. And uh, out there at Campbelltown... I'm happy to back the Tigers. Does the fact that the Cowboys
0: are a better side this time mean you know bode well for them in winning this game? No,
1: nah, not really. Doesn't matter how good they're going. <laughs> they always tend to get the 2005 jitters about them, and <laughs> maybe the result in Origin will have a lot to do with it too. Well, if Queensland win high, you know JT will come to come out on a high, and if and he's like a world genius world dominate, in but, Origin, and, sorry, you know, if he
0: plays like a genius in Origin, you know that may carry through and
1: look out. Yeah, I'm happy for the Tigers to continue this rivalry and uh, put another win on the board. Potential score line? Uh thirty points to eight. It's a bit fucking steep, isn't it? 16-14 or but something. Twenty two
0: points Breakout to eighteen. performance. <laughs> we'll Breakout so yeah. performance. Might break out this win of teams over Gron <laughs> this streak of wins <laughs> over Gronky teams. <laughs> Monday night foot bitch. Sydney Roosters versus the canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs at the Sydney Football Stadium, as I will call it, at Moore Park. This Good one. See
1: Penny Tungave getting a run <coughs> for the Roosters. Good player.
0: So the Roosters have been going okay lately. They started off pretty well. They've lost a couple of games, but they had that. You know, it wasn't. A, it was a fairly narrow. It was a four-point loss to the Warriors. Then they had the loss that you know they'd like to think was a two-point loss to Manly, although it was eight points. But they competed. Certainly competed the whole time. You know, during that game, then you got the Bulldogs, who would like like the things that they've you know struck the form that they're capable of. Um, far more settled lineup, I think, for doggies. Romolo in 19,
1: which is a travesty,
0: means he's not going to fucking play this week either.
1: Yeah, Desi hates the world. Yep, he's clear. depriving us of of the ottoman. So now you, now you understand why I say Desi's a shit coach. No, Ottoman, no chance. No, Sydney Autumn. Roosters in tight <laughs> one.
0: Well, and it's the thing. Monday Night Football, you know, it's always go the underdog. And if you go the underdog in every match, you'll probably still come out ahead at the end of the season. So uh, definitely better than even chance. I think the dogs will probably carry on and do it. But, you know, the Roosters, they've been competitive without actually getting two points lately. So, you know, could be a good game. And buys to the Sharkies and the
1: Warriors. Oh,
0: Sharki's got a buy. Fucking Gallon's going to have to sit it out, eh?
1: mm Hmm. Reshuffling over a lot of worries in my super coach side. Fuck me drunk, so am I. I'm not gonna be able to feel the fucking team this week actually. What a shame.
0: That is full time for episode 88. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thisweekinleague, and we are slowly creeping up to the 1,000 mark of people liking the page, but I think people should share the shit out of the page and the episode status that we put up on um, Thursday mornings so we can just speed this shit up, eh?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: iTunes. We got a new review this week. We did. A sensational review. Uh, the title of this review is No Thanks, One Star. By someone by the name of Charles, but it's uh, C-C-C-C-C-C-H-H-H-H-H-A-R-R-L-E-S. So this was last Wednesday.
1: Hi, Charles.
0: (laughs) Charles. I gave it a couple of episodes, but it's not for me. I'm shocked by how many five-star reviews there are for this long and tedious show. Ouch! Zero out of zero out of four listeners have found this review helpful. So clearly, some of our listeners have found it and already down downcast it. But you know, it's unfortunate, Charles. If you're listening to it this week,
1: which you are probably not, you're entitled to your opinion. Exactly, you're entitled I think to your Thank you for voicing it on our uh, iTunes review page. Yeah, don't like it, don't listen. I don't really have anything else to say about him. Me either. Appreciate you listening for those two episodes, though.
0: Yeah. Thanks for bumping up the downloads the first time. Perhaps you'll find another NRL podcast more to your liking. Tipping. I got fucking bucketed last week because I thought this is the week I was going to go for some upsets. Probably too early in the season to do
1: that. Four out of five for me. Yeah, it didn't fucking help you much though. You got five places up. That was it. That'll do. Slowly. Scratching and scraping like a little Aussie battler. Problem is, you
0: still lost more ground to Paraman 1973. Uh, He's in 59th position. You're in 82nd position. Nice. So long way, long way back for that uh, that bet. Our the, run has the begun throwback. though. The table looks something like this: five out of five to Langer's thirty-eight. Wow! And uh, he's alone on top of the table on fifty-seven points. Andrew Smyrniotis, who I believe was the the week uh, before's leader, he's on fifty-six, one behind. Then we got Whitey; he's dropped as well, fifty-five points. Marcus, with four out of five, is up to fifty-five. Then we've got Simo Ali, 5 out of 5. He's 55 as well. That's the top 5. Then also in 6th place, we've got on 55 points. We've got Skinny. He dropped out of the 5, but he's equal there on points. And we've got It's Me, Cookie Bra, getting 5 out of 5 and moving his way up. Now, we do have the Origin game in that round as well. So that round's yeah, not actually finalised. But as far as you know, when we're recording the show, <clears throat> that's how it is at this point. And you know, we'll th- update, obviously, next week in the Origin on the next episode. Uh, fantasy head to head by last week who gives a shit hostilities resume this week and uh, as the fucking cold harsh light of day has just dawned on me no sharkies and no fucking warriors in the side yeah I think I'm going to struggle makes, to put a makes full side together coach something something and that something something means fucking shit <laughs> what else we got the shop
1: yes we haven't got our bundles together yet but they're coming soon yeah, I suspect figure- you're going to save some serious cash by buying a hat, a stubby cooler, and a shirt all at once for a reduced price. I
0: imagine so as well. And then we can clear out the old stock. And once that's gone...
1: We can go to the Bahamas, slash buy some new stock. Yes.
0: But also, some of that stock may not ever appear again. Might be new designs. Exactly. Limited edition shit, yeah. So, get on board, get some so stuff. Get on it. If this you want to be a
1: collector, someday when we're famous, and you can see us as we climb into our limo with a bevy of hookers you could say, I've got every one of your T shirts and,
0: and we'll do a line on like their tits. Mr. In honor of you.
1: can <laughs> lift up his shirt showing his with a bevy of hookers. You could say, I've got every one of your T shirts and,
0: and we'll do a line on like their tits Mr in honor of you.
1: can <laughs> lift up his shirt showing his Perfectly manicured body hair and, Where are you something, going with and this? something something. <laughs> what a fucking
0: terrible end a terrible sort of terrible lost mental that. picture. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Shorter show this week. There's only five shows to only five uh, games last week. So I guess that's uh shortened things up a little bit. So we'll see you next week. See ya. wheel nation if you're into UFC strike force and mixed martial arts in general make sure you listen to this week in MMA it's available on iTunes Stitcher radio and TW